0: Mambo VP everyone and Karibu to Adoveli podcast, the number one Kenyan music podcast. And guys, in the building, you know, as always, I have to give a round of applause because she is the second female artist on Adoveli podcast and also that makes her the second female rapper on Adoveli podcast. <coughs> so guys, I want her to introduce herself. So Kindly do the honors.
1: Thank you. I go by the name of Groovy Joe with the slimy flow like you already know. Yeah, that's my name. That's what I go by.
0: Awesome. Groovy Joe. Yeah. Shukran Sana, for being here on the Valley podcast.
1: Thank you so much.
0: And for honoring our invitation. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. Precious season. Mm-hmm. God damn. My ancestors. Mm. I want to prosper right now. <laughs> yeah. So Groovy Joe, mm-hmm. how do you know your day one's?
1: How do know my day ones in terms of my friends? It,
0: yes, your
1: day uh, ones are like your fans. Uh my day one fans or my day one like friends. Your day one fans. My day one fans, um, the ones who know like my OG music, the first like the music I used to post on SoundCloud. The fans will come up to me and and like and like talk about music from SoundCloud, and I'm like, "What? You remember that song? It's been years." Yeah. So yeah, that's how I identify my OG fans, and yeah. That's how I do it. I'm glad that the Veli podcast is one of your day ones because
0: mm-hmm. we started bumping Groovy Joe because of courtesy of SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the first song we did come across was No Attitude. Yeah. We have played it and at that time you're going by the name Groove. Is,
1: yeah.
0: The Joe was not introduced yet. Yeah. It was just Groove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was the Y was not there. It was mm-hmm. V E. Yeah. Yeah, so that's when we started bumping Groovy Joe and we've been following your journey for a very, very, very long time since yeah, those days. I
1: know that. Thank you.
0: Most welcome. <laughs> yeah. Um there's a song you did release. It's called What You Know About That. Yeah. And uh one of the lines there you say, As booty, and the gang, right mm. now I'm a shrapper. Yeah. Is that the time that you started identifying your style of music to shrap or when you started your, your career, mm-hmm. you already identified yourself as a Sharper or that was the time when you said that line that went like officially Groovy Joe is a Sharper?
1: Um, yeah, that's the, like that line was the start of me being a schwapper because um, that's when I, I got to meet up with um, Sao and um, the whole gang, Butros, and I got like assimilated to the culture and I loved it because shrap is just not about... Shrap it's, Shrap is everything It's hip um, It's um, p- popular music It's everything It's everything in general So yeah When I got introduced To Shrap That's when I was just like Yeah What That's when I wrote that That's when I wrote that In that line So yeah shout outs to the, my Shrap family Awesome Um, I'll, I'm curious
0: mm. I'd like to know Like who introduced you To Shrap music As a whole Who was that one guy like, It's
1: I'm inter- is the one Who introduced me I met him And then he played me like the whole like catalog and i was like wow that's really cool like these guys are just doing it for themselves and it's fire so yeah awesome
0: mm-hmm. now that was around 2018 mm-hmm. uh, also the same time that you're trying to find your path in the game yeah and it was Musao. big shout out to Musao momo mm. yeah has done a lot in this game just for yes. the new acts coming out like groovy joe yes work with so many artists and yeah, It's nice seeing what he's doing and where the Shrap Gang movement mm-hmm. is going. Yeah. Yeah, so basically that is how you came into Shrap and you started doing your music and identified yourself as a Shrapper. Yeah. Now, you see, uh, in 2018, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, we were like your day one fans back then in 2018. Mm-hmm. That 2018, I remember we did release an episode. I can't forget that episode. It was episode number 50. Mm. The Valley podcast. We did like a top 10 female artists mm-hmm. in the game at mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. And guess, Groovy Joe, you're in which number?
1: What number?
0: Number 10.
1: Number 10. Oh, that's tough. Who's number yeah.
0: one? Number one at that time.
1: Mm. Oh, at that time? Yeah. Mm. At that time,
0: can I remember? Mm. But I do remember you at number 10. Okay. And that's that cool. list, so many of them are not there anymore. Mm-hmm. so oh. many of them are so not there yeah. anymore so like I've seen you transcend from that period up to now mm. if we were to do a top 10 right now mm-hmm.
1: Sorry Groovy Joe one. Jesus Christ mm-hmm.
0: it's on top there yeah
1: thank yeah. you I appreciate it
0: yeah so um at that time mm-hmm. it was like hard to find female rappers it was so hard even us to just compile that that list it, was, mm-hmm. it took us a while. And I'd like to know with this um, Kenyan music scene, where it's more like difficult for female artists, like I've told you, that, that list that we created back in 2018, most of them are not in the game right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. how do you cope with all this that, and the challenges that female rappers and artists have?
1: I feel like um, I ignore. <laughs> A lot of things, I don't listen to a lot of people. How I cope, my coping mechanism is I ignore. I hear it, I hear what people say, I hear the criticism, I hear the jokes, I hear the love, I feel the love. I feel the love more um then i feel the hate or that sort of thing so with me i ignore um i know i'm good at what i do and that's what i fixate myself on because when you fixate yourself on a problem or when you fixate yourself on oh my god these people what are they saying oh oh my god um let me check uh no you won't progress in life. You need to do your own thing. Of course, you need to be, You keep your ear out and just, but never let that get into you and distract you from what you love doing. So, cause I love what I love. Well, cause I love what I do. Um, I fixate on that. I don't listen to negative comments. I don't care about the hey comments. No one does what I do, so no one can really relate to what I do unless you've been in my shoes. So, what I normally do is I ignore. That's how I've survived in this industry and that's how I'm surviving in this industry. I don't listen to nobody. I just do what I do for myself. Awesome. That yeah. is
0: really good. Now, groovy job. You mm-hmm. say you know what you are doing. You're good at what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know. Uh at what point uh when you are, while you're still doing music will you like I'm actually good at what I'm doing and mm-hmm. All these things, negative comments and all these people talking, just mute them. Mm. At what time did you feel like, yo, I'm good at what I'm doing?
1: Um, I think it's just when I was slowly getting the recognitions from other artists. isn't It started to clock that this this is actually something that I'm really good at. Because guys, guys always come and tell me that they love the music. They think I'm really dope. So I was just like, okay, yeah. Um the moment I just started getting more recognition from other artists and I think that was in like tw- it's it's like shortly after I started releasing music which was insane. So yeah, it's always been I've always gotten the words of encouragement from different female artists since 2018 since I dropped. So I've just that's what has kept me going. I'm I'm actually very people don't even understand how actually I'm very very shy. But I don't but my music really brings out this Authent- this confidence and this um, this uh, like, like this fierce person in me so yeah yeah so the first time going back to what you're asking is um the artist just getting recognition from other artists is what made me know that I'm good at, like at what I do because you know when you come out sometimes you, you kind of doubt yourself but when like big artists come out and they're like yo you're dope and you need to keep doing that yeah so yeah that's how it started so mm. I have asked, answered your question, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So,
0: I want us to go on a music break. Then we'll come back with more of Groovy Joe. Coolie. Yeah, I'm, I'm digging Groovy Joe way back coming in. So, guys, make sure you don't touch that dial. Uliza Wambiwe to Condani Adoveli podcast. Groovy Joe. There's you're saying Butcher Valley.
1: Killing these raps up be a butcher. Butcher Valley.
0: Now you can just tell them. They're now listening to Adoveli.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're now listening to Adoveli. Yeah,
0: so you're chilling with Groovy Joe mm-hmm. with the slimy flow.
1: Like you already
0: know. Hey, you know, I had to say that l- really slow because the
1: S, <laughs> the S, they go
0: mad at me. Anyway, <laughs> this it's is okay. Adovelli podcast right here on Radio 254. We play 100% Kenyan music and I'm with Groovy Joe. Yeah, you're Fresh from dropping pressure EP, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, we have just listened to some records of Groovy Joe, the debut project known as the Groovy Way, yeah, deluxe version. Mm-hmm. Yes, and um, that was your debut album. Was it an album or just a project or just a debut EP? It was an EP, it was an EP, yeah, awesome. Um at what set were you, like, before you dropped this, just to mm-hmm. go to studio and work on the groovy way until the deluxe version?
1: Um. So the initial plan was not even for the deluxe to be a deluxe. It was supposed to be a different tape. But it felt so... Similar to the first tape, it felt like oh, an extension to the first tape. So I was like, "Why not just make it a deluxe tape?" Because the sound was there, the v- bars were there. The first tape was more heavy on the bars and just me trying to come out into the game. So yeah, um, it only made sense for that the five songs that I added to be an extension. Awesome, and something I appreciate you did on the deluxe,
0: you brought out a. Sam Gavi, the Mister Shrapasam, and Butros. The sharp god on it, yeah. For me, that was a complete project, right? It was only right for you to do that with that, the groovy way deluxe version. It was mm-hmm. complete for me. I didn't have any complaints after I saw that. I was like, Okay, groovy Joe, now you're okay. You can Thanks. continue do your own other things, <laughs> yeah. but mm-hmm. you have sealed this project with this one. So, groovy Joe, mm-hmm. uh, there's a uh, you've been into a lot of projects, yeah, and uh one i can remember is the perform incubator mm-hmm. uh, i would like to know um how was the experience for you and how did you like come in to be one of their um, the guys that were through that incubation
1: um i just actually just signed up for it i wanted to i've always wanted to work with drama queen she's really cool she's so she's so she's an entrepreneur you can't just put her in a box she's Amazing. I loved working with her and I loved learning from her because she taught me a lot. She taught me how to work with a group because I've never really known how to work with a group. I've always just known how to work by myself. So that transition of just her giving me a team, a manager, an event planner, a producer, a sound engineer, a PR, um, it was. So, the transition was hard. I, you could ask her how I was also very, very stubborn. I'm a very stubborn person by nature. So, it was just that transition of um having a team and people doing things for me was kind of like, I, you know, that's foreign. <laughs> so, uh, so, I was always just constantly bumping heads with everyone because I just would go ahead and do what I wanted to do instead of like just have a, my team work on it and do it but she taught me a lot that that whole experience was amazing i would want everyone to experience that cuz it show it it really um emphasizes on how teamwork really matters you can't do everything alone you can't be you can't do everything alone that's not possible you have to have a team. You have to have people who support you, people who call you out, people who know exactly what you need to do as well for yourself, people who have the best interests for you. And you have to gauge how you get them because not everyone has the best intentions. So from that experience, it was it was beautiful. I met beautiful people. I met amazing friends. And, and now I have a manager from there. So shout out to my girl, Maya. She has my back. She's always supporting me. She's always calling me out. She makes sure I'm not late. <laughs> so, yeah, shout outs to them and shout outs to perform and to uh, all the people who would want to join. Just join; it's an amazing experience. You know, Groovy Joe. Uh, yeah. Out of all the guys that were in that
0: incubation, mm-hmm. I'll say you're the first artist I've met after that cohort. And um, for me, I feel like you what you learnt there, you have like. Take each and everything into place into just the Groovy Joe brand. Yeah. Like if it is PR in place, manager in place, all these things that you are you have learned there. Like for example, performing with the live band. Yeah, all those things. I see in you and I see a reflection of what you learned at oh, perform. Thank you. And I was like, Yo, Groovy Joe didn't waste, didn't go there to waste her time and. Those guys' times, you went there, learned something, and Mm. actually, she's applying it in her career.
1: Thank you. I appreciate that. I actually appreciate that because, yeah, I'm still learning. I'm still very stubborn, but I'm still learning.
0: (laughs) Awesome. You see, now you have a team that, for example, for us to get Groovy Joe here, yo, it was courtesy of her team. Otherwise, like she say, she's stubborn. Maybe Angitombe, yo you guys are not yet on my leg.
1: <laughs> I, I would never say that Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah by groovy I understand joe what you say, yeah. yeah
0: so um uh another platform that I, I saw you perform was at this year's uh 2023 valentines boiler room yeah and uh the shrub god himself boutros yeah brought you out just uh as your first time performing on that Platform, you know, so many people like to work with boiler room and bands yeah. on that. Mm. How
1: was it for you, just to be on that stage and rock? Mm, it was, it was awesome. It was really amazing. Um, I'm glad my brother brought me out. He's always so supportive of me, and he always also pushes me to be the best that I can be. So that was a really amazing platform, and I'm glad I got to experience that. It was new, and it was a different crowd. And just having them experience my music was amazing because, yeah, at least I didn't have anyone boo me off the
0: stage. Let me tell you, guys, I've seen Groovy Joe perform so many times. People can never boo you because of the energy you bring. Thank you. It's welcoming and crazy. I've seen you perform in different places. Mm -hmm. And, yo, the energy, when Groovy Joe is on stage, trust me, there's a reason why you went to perform. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Yeah, there's a reason. Aww. Even before that Groovy Joe, your presence on stage, mm-hmm. everybody, if anyone is in the room or the place you're performing, mm-hmm. they'll know somebody's on stage and that somebody's Groovy Joe. I appreciate that. Yeah, so there's no way people can boo you because okay. you're the energy.
1: Thank you. That's sweet. Thank you.
0: Awesome. Um, another uh, project that you have worked on, mm-hmm. which is like what was the last project before coming to your... Uh, most recent project was um, the joint project you had with Asam Gavi. Mm. It was called Shrapping Ridge. Mm. You have seen and I've listened to so many songs that you have done with Asam Gavi. The same way I was waiting for you to seal uh, your project with Asam Gavi and Butros, mm. I was waiting and anticipating. And I'm actually glad we are having a sit-down with you after you have dropped a joint project with Esam Gavi because you guys have have you have an amazing chemistry. Yeah. on the same track, yo.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's my brother. I was even uh, texting him, asking him where he's at. Yeah, so like
0: Esam <laughs> so g- Gavi is a good friend of ours also. Yes. Yeah, so SM, you coming up uh, and working with Esam Gavi, mm-hmm. how did the project start? Was it like initially we are going to studio to make a joint tape or... What was the process of making shopping rage?
1: I just hung out with Isam a lot so that there was this period where we were, we were just chilling, and then he was like, Yo, I have some beats, like it's like rage. Have you ever tried doing rage? And I was like, What? No, like it's, that's that trippy red <laughs> type shit. Oh, sorry, yeah, that be red ish. And he was like, Yeah, and I was like, Okay, he played me a couple of beats because he got them from a farm. Shouts to a farm, that's our farm is amazing, he's a dope ass producer. So we're like, eh, okay. Then we wrote I think the first song we wrote was an extra. Yeah, it was an extra. And it was like so natural. I feed off his energy, I've noticed. I I feel like it's also let, let me just blame my horoscope like every other person. It's the Gemini in me. I mirror I've noticed I mirror energies. Like what you give me is what I'll give you back. Kay. So when hey, someone went in the studio, this guy was just writing and then he's just he's always fast, choppy. Yeah. Fast, fast, like in (laughs) just 20 minutes. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, cool. So he goes in the booth and I'm like, wow, this guy is fire then I was like I have to match that energy so that's when, okay. I cannot be the same these things beside me they stay connected I stay con- collected all that gas will wear the petrol you cannot surf my wave this current stay behind it's spoiling kettle big moves I cannot settle searching green just like that kettle wait that came so authentically when I was working with him because of the energy Asam gives Asam has this energy that is really really welcoming that gives you a lot of psych and yeah we feed off each other's energy and that's how shopping rage came about and it was I can't wait. Because we we, ne- we definitely need to have another tape. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah. For me,
0: I'll I'll welcome with all my hands because yo, mm. the two of you went on the booth. It's crazy. Yeah. And funny enough, I didn't know it was like an experimental project because when yeah. I listened to it, for me, you know, yo, I only listen to Kenyan music and I didn't know that trippy red sound because but I can hear it because it sounds like kind of rock. Yeah, something yeah so i was
1: like um, uzi also yeah. yeah that type of vibe yeah
0: yeah so now i understand how you have to i didn't know at that time when i was listening to mm. the to the project even every time i listened to yeah. it I rage did. is a
1: genre it's like a, it's a genre that's that that whole ta- that those beats that's that's rock trap yeah that's rage that's a genre that's a whole genre there's so many artists who do it like mostly like the other the examples that you read so i never really I I would do it, because I was like, I don't think that's my niche. I love rock music, by the way. It's a fun fact. I love rock music. I listen to a lot of rock music, actually. But, like, I was just like, what? This is so different. And I loved it. You know, it was experimental, and it came out beautiful. So, yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So,
0: I want us to go listen to some of Shopping Rage. Sure thing. Yeah. It's some Gavi joint project with Groovy Joe, right here on Adoveli Podcast, the number one Kenyan music podcast. On Radio 254. Let's get it. Yo, Groovy Joe. Oh, on strapping rage. Yeah. There's something you say, my dear, my dear.
1: Oh my dear, my dear, my dear. Uh what's that line? Um the
0: I don't know what my dear It was just a punchline on my dear, but yeah. it's
1: it's my dear and my dear. So I was talking about my dear the my dear. You know the Madh, the franchise. Yeah. And my dear, my dear, my dear.
0: Yo, if there's one thing Groovy Joe I like about you, mm. is when you're rapping and it's your time to do your verse, you enter the verse with oomph. Gracias. And you kill it and you own the track. Thank you. Yo. Mm. Uh that is one of the things I like about Groovy Joe when it comes to rapping Groovy Joe.
1: Mm.
0: Whoa, checking.
1: <laughs> Thanks.
0: Yeah, so uh recent we are talking about some of the projects you are you have been doing and yeah. um they happen to be the Nike Air Cipher. Yeah. Uh kindly let us know how did it come to be?
1: Um, I just got uh news from Msao that they wanted me to do the Nike Cypher. They reached out to him and yeah, we got to do it. Um went to the studio, recorded it, we shot it, and yeah, now it's out there. Awesome. Uh, how was
0: the experience uh working for that project?
1: It was dope. It was fun. It was fun, it was something <coughs> uh new. It was really fun though. Um I liked it. It was cool working with artists that I've I've never really heard of Blue Lace and Double XL Bandit, but um afterwards I got to know them and they're really cool peeps, so yeah, I got I, uh, at least I got to meet new artists and experience new people, so yeah
0: Awesome, and now to one of the projects that and the only reason why we are here today
1: mm-hmm.
0: Pressure Season
1: Yeah,
0: Groovy Joe the first time I heard you on the vocals and singing, mm-hmm. I think it was back in 2020 when you released a single called No Love
1: yeah <laughs> yeah
0: that for me was the first time i heard groovy joe singing mm-hmm. and for me it was something i didn't anticipate but when i heard you singing i was like yeah groovy joe now she's ready and coming to this project you know uh with the groovy way you said it was more about bangers and dropping bar after bar mm-hmm. So I like to know when you are creating pressure, Mm. the EP. Mm -hmm. What, what kind of, um, what kind of, what, what did you want it to to be, to feel, and to sound
1: like? Mm, um, It was never. I really didn't even think it would go to the direction that it did, but it did. I was just the tape. It's called pressure because I had so much pressure at that point because I was guys were just giving me pressure about music and releasing and dropping and I was just trying to figure myself out I have this period where I have these spots of I just want to be left alone <laughs> I just want to like give myself time and give myself space because I respect my craft I know I work best when I have like, just giving myself time. So I had so much pressure from fans who were like, you don't even rap anymore. What's going on? You're not sending any music. You're not sharing any music. Are you still rapping? And I'm like, Oh you have no idea. I'm just working and I overthink myself to not releasing music sometimes. So, yeah, um, this was this tape came purely out of the pressure I was getting from my environment to release new sounds. So, yeah.
0: Awesome, and uh, some of the singles that you, you did release before the EP was fully out was songs like, singles like Cherie, Today, and Logo. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these songs, it's more of Groovy Joe, the singing element, and coming into Pressure, the EP, mm-hmm. uh, the first song mm. is featuring Kali. Yeah. Difficult, and Kali actually, she had featured you on, an, on her Project,
1: yeah, Confessions of a Baddie,
0: yeah, and the song was titled I think, S- Sleep Aside, uh, yes, yeah, Sleep Aside. So, mm. um, just entering the project, it's mm. Groovy Joe, and the song is titled Difficult. Mm-hmm. So, why the song? Why was the song called Difficult? Or was this difficulties that Groovy Joe is going through?
1: Oh, Difficult is a song about like giving yourself to someone, but it's, it seems like it's so hard for them to give themselves back to you. So it's difficult. It's so easy for you to love someone, but it's kind of difficult for them to love you back. So the song was just basically, if it's difficult for you to love me, just leave me. It's fine. Yeah, so that was basically when Kylie's a really good friend of mine. She's like my sister. We love each other so much. And she's just experienced so much with me um since we started we both i reached out to her actually like um and that's one thing about me um if i fuck with your music and if i like your shit i will reach out to you and i'd want to work with you so i reached out to her and she responded and she was like yeah girl let's work together she sent me a beat we did a song we did like two songs together no we did yeah we did two songs together one for myself and one for her and That's when she was, she called me like I think a month late and she was like, girl, you're going to be on my tape. And I was so happy and I was so psyched. And she was like, she wants to shoot a video. So it was crazy. It was amazing. And that's when we built that relationship. So when I did Pressure, I just sent that song to her because I told her, girl, I just feel like you're the perfect fit for this song. And she responded almost immediately as well. So yeah, shout outs to Carly for the support and the love. Yeah.
0: Awesome. So guys, I want us to go listen to Difficult. Groovy Joe featuring Kali of Pressure, yeah. the EP. Guys, it's Pressure Season on Ado Valley Podcast and Radio 254. The name of the song is Difficult by Groovy Joe featuring Kali. Yo, Groovy Joe, we're going to listen to another song called Pressure. But mm. before we listen to it, yeah. uh, you're just telling us how th- by the time you're you are preparing this EP... You're feeling a a lot of pressure Mm. from fans and people just asking you about why are you not releasing music. And with all this pressure, the EP is out at the moment. Guys, make sure you go and stream it. It's out on all streaming platforms. And I've listened to it and Groovy Joe is on different elements and sounds. So I'd like to know, before we play this song titled Pressure. Were you feeling pressure when you're trying these different sounds and also just groovy Joe on mm. on another state? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um. Now, the irony is that song is not even about feeling pressure. That song is about me applying the pressure. So, yeah. Yeah. I just thought that the pressure tape. I wanted the, so the tape to have a song called Pressure. I already knew the tape would be called Pressure, but I didn't have the song Pressure yet. So I, I made all the other songs, and then that, that last song, was like, it has to be called Pressure. So, yeah, that's how it came about. So you had to apply Pressure
0: one more time. So just guys to know, Groovy Joy is always comfortable with whatever she's doing.
1: Yes. I'm so,
0: so guys, let's go listen to Pressure by Groovy Joy of Pressure. The EP, Yo, we are still on pressure season right here on Adoveli Podcast. And we have Groovy Joe in the building.
1: Yes, sir.
0: Yes. Um, another song that mm. Adovelli Podcast has liked on this EP is Something More. You have a song titled More. Mm, and something more. And then you have another song titled Something More. But this one, you featured Valerie Modoni. Yeah. That is something on our Dovelli podcast we like when we see two female artists on one track just killing it. Uh, and we like to know like how did it this song come to be? Like uh, because is it the first time you're working with Valerie Modoni? Mm, not really. On a single like or, or on us because I've never had Groovy Joe and Valerie Modoni. Yeah, this is the first before. time we've
1: had a single but it's not the first time I've worked with her I've known her since high school. She's my friend and we've been so close for a while. So it was a long time coming. Yeah. And this song was so organic. When I heard it, I was like, I want Valerie on this track. And I sent it to her. And she she asked me when I'm available. We She pulled up to the studio. She pulled up to my friend's studio, City Boys. Shout out to Nene. Um. So we went to Nene's studio, recorded it. And yeah. Awesome. That's how this one was recorded at
0: Nene, City yeah. Boys. Yeah. City Boys Establishment.
1: The us was recorded at Nene's. Okay.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Shout out to Nene K. He's been on the low key, but anyway, continue groovy joe.
1: Yeah, so yeah, um, that's how it came about. It's just a song where we both I felt like Valerie is such a playful, cheeky, and she's so sweet. And the song is exactly that. So that, that was the person I went for, I went to for, for this particular track. So yeah, awesome. Up next, something more groovy joe yes, featuring yeah. Valerie
0: Modoni off pressure EP. Pressure, 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 Pressure Season on Adovelli Valley Podcast. And we have in the studio...
1: Yes, Groovy Joe with the slimy flow like you already know.
0: Awesome. Groovy. Mm-hmm. Um Pressure Season is an EP that was released under ADF. Mm-hmm. Your previous project, uh, The Groovy Way, was mm-hmm. wasn't released under ADF. Yeah. So I'd like to know... Um Are you signed under ADF?
1: Yeah, I'm signed under ADF.
0: When did you start working with ADF?
1: A while back, but I was never signed. So yeah, it was like 2018, 2017 there. So yeah. Mm.
0: Awesome. So it's at that time, uh, coming to the release of Pressure is when now you guys started working full force on Groovy Joe, the brand. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Another thing uh, that we are going to play is a song titled Flex. Mm-hmm. And um this song is Groovy Joe on Afro style, mm-hmm. Like full force. But before you go to that song, uh, I'd like to know that different producers you have worked with on this project or you did. How many producers have you worked with on this project with? Mm,
1: like four? Lemario, Papaskecha... Mm, I've won The beats and uh, K6.
0: You with Le Mario, you go way, way, way back. Mm-hmm. Was Le Mario the first producer that we ever started working with? No, he was the second. He was the second. Yeah. But uh, you have worked with him for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So what is this one thing that keeps you working with Le Mario all these years?
1: He understands my sound. So that's one thing. Um he knows like the beats that I like and we just he we just understand each other. That's how I that's how that comes about, me and Damario. Awesome.
0: Uh coming from here, we have pressure season. Mm-hmm. Are we going to have a sequel or what's next now that pressure the E P is out?
1: Um, I'm not for now, I don't know. I'm not sure. It might it might go any other way. For now, I'm just focusing on pressure and more music that is yet to come. So, yeah, that's just going to be something you're going to have to wait and find out. Awesome. So, guys, you know, you have to keep
0: it here on Ado Valley Podcast and also you follow Groovy Joe so you know what's next after Pressure the EP. You will tell guys how they can get you, mm-hmm. your music, mm-hmm. and also how they can get in touch with you.
1: Um, so shout everybody! Shout out to Sadovelli for having me on this podcast. Um, yeah, um, you can get me on my socials on Instagram, Groovy Joe. Who are you? On on Twitter, Groovy Joe. Who I is on Facebook, Groovy Joe with three O's. And yeah, my music pressure is out on all platforms. Go listen, tell a friend to tell a friend, and give me feedback. Don't give me feedback. It's all love from here. So yeah, thank you. Awesome. So, we're going to finish the show with
0: Flex by Groovy Joe off the new EP. And, yeah, guys, yeah, 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 yeah. make sure you go stream Groovy Joe. Yes, please. Pressure EP and all her catalog. They are out everywhere. You have no excuse. So, this is Albina Dovelli podcast. This
1: has been Groovy Joe with Islam. You feel like you already know. Yeah.
0: Until next week, same time, same place as Santa Sana for tuning in. And inshallah. Let's meet again.
1: Bye.